Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you have an awesome day. Now, have you ever had a friend that was gossiping to you about somebody else? They were telling you about this person, how they're this and they're that. And, you know, this happened in their life and, you know, they were laughing and, you know, basically talking down about this person. And then the person happened to walk by the two of you or the person entered your room, the room you were in or the person walked into the building you were in. And then their attitude changed. And they went over to the person and gushed over them and said, oh, wow, look at you. Oh, girl, you're wearing that. Oh, you look so good. They do da 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 Everything changed. They started to talk to the person. The person, of course, not knowing that that friend had talked to you about them, you know, responded in kind. And, you know, they, the two of them were just acting like as if they were friends as well. If you've ever had that happen in the back of your mind, if you're wise, you will say to yourself, okay, if you're doing that to them, then that means you're also doing that to me. So even as you're talking about that person in front of me, but pretending to be their friend, that means you're talking about me in front of other people and pretending to be their friend. Those are actually my pet peeves. <laughs> Anytime I find somebody that is into gossip or loves to gossip, I tend to not tell them anything about myself and I tend to kind of keep them at a distance. Because it's just a matter of time when you become their victim. It's just a matter of time when the tables turn against you. Even if they don't show it to you to your face, it's just a matter of time when they start to discuss you behind your back. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. There is a principle that says that a man, that anyone, not just a man, the title of this episode is a man, but it says that anyone that sins with you will also sin against you. Now, I am doing a series on sex this month. For the whole month of October, we're going to be talking about sex and helping Christian women navigate it. So a man that sins with you sexually will also sin against you. Now, I want to read some statistics for you. Biological anthropologist Helen Fisher shares that 60% of single men admit to trying to woo an individual away from another relationship to be with them. And about 53% of single women admit that they try to get another person to leave a committed relationship for them. So these are single people that are cheating. So about 60% of men admit to cheating while they're single, but in a relationship with somebody else. And about 53% of single women admit to cheating while they're in a relationship with somebody else or trying to get someone else to cheat with them. And that's single women and single men. Those numbers are high, if you ask me. Now, in a 2018 study of unmarried men and women found that 44% of people, both men and women, engaged in infidelity. So that is that study. And about 20% of older couples noted, now this is married couples, about 20% of older married couples noted that they had cheated on their spouse and about 14% of Couples under the age of 55 reported adultery in marriage. So about 34% reported adultery in marriage and about 60, 55 to 60% reported cheating before marriage. Hmm, that's kind of interesting, right? 
Now, the statistic that's really going to startle you is that 90%, 90% of all adulteries. Now, adultery, I'm just going to, you know, is, of course, having sex with someone that you're not married to, cheating on your spouse. 90% of adultery, couples that had a problem with adultery, one where one slept with somebody that outside of the marriage, out of those couples, 90% of them had a foundation of fornication, which means that out of those couples, 90% of them slept with each other before they got married. So if I were to ask you, which is worse, adultery or fornication, you would probably say adultery, right? Because it's like when you're married, you definitely should not sleep with someone outside of your marriage. I mean, that's crazy. That's disrespectful. That is just the worst you can do to your spouse. That's a total misuse of trust, their trust. I mean, you have broken a covenant if you sleep with somebody outside of your marriage. But if I were to ask you about fornication, which is a single person having sex with someone that they aren't married to, you would say, okay, well, as long as they're sleeping, some people would say, as long as they're sleeping with whoever they're with and not, you know, they're not cheating. But the fact of the matter is they're both the same in the eyes of God. Adultery and fornication are both the same in the eyes of God. One is not worse than the other. A lot of people, when they think about fornication, when they think about single people sleeping together, they're like, as long as they're not hurting anybody, as long as, you know, the two of them, it's, it's, if that's, if that's what they want to do, that's on them. You know, it's just between the two of them. They're not hurting anyone. They're not cheating on their boyfriend or girlfriend. They don't seem to have an issue with it. But adultery is bad because that you're married, you're committed. But in the eyes of God, they're both the same. Let's look at it. Galatians chapter five, verse 19 says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, and lasciviousness. Now those are all the same. He's saying that the works of the flesh are all the same. They're on the same playing field. They're on the same plane as far as God is concerned. So what that tells us is that all sex outside of marriage is bad. All sex, all sex outside of marriage is bad. Because if you think about it, let's take the boyfriend and girlfriend that are sleeping together, right? The same people that are sleeping together, having sex with someone that they're not married to are one day going to get married and they're going to get married with the idea that they're going to be faithful to one person. That's what marriage is. That's the promise that you make in marriage, to be faithful to one person. But the problem is that marriage doesn't change you. I have a podcast episode called You Didn't Cook Today. It just lets you know that if you think of yourself as you want to be a domestic goddess when you get married, you better stop being a domestic goddess now because marriage doesn't change you. It just amplifies what's already there. So if you already not cooking, already not taking care of a home, already not being neat and orderly, all those things that you desire to be, if, if you desire to be those things, you should start now. So if you're single and you already built the lifestyle of sleeping with somebody that you're not married to, and no matter how committed the relationship is, that person is not your husband or wife. Until you're married, you're not married. I don't care if it's two days before the wedding. I don't care if it's a week before the wedding. Weddings break up all the time. Engagements break up all the time. Sometimes people break up the day of the wedding. 
So if you, until you're married, you're not married. So if you're a single person and you're sleeping with your boyfriend, single woman, you're sleeping with your boyfriend, you guys are building up the lifestyle. You're building up the mindset. You're building up the habit of sleeping with someone outside of your, of marriage, sleeping with someone that isn't technically yours. They aren't yours. They don't belong to you. How will you learn self-control? When will you learn self-control? Is it after you're married? Now, you may think, oh, I don't need to learn self-control once I'm married. Oh, yes, you do. Do you think you still won't be tempted? You will still be tempted. In fact, people, you heard the statistic I read that 53% of single women admit that they've tried to get another person to leave a committed relationship for them. And 60% of single men admit to trying to woo an individual away from another relationship to be with them. So the self-control that you need after marriage is not necessarily for your spouse. It's for everyone else because you are, once once you get married, you are supposed to forsake all others. So if while you're single, you've built the habit of being with someone that isn't yours, meaning their boyfriend or girlfriend, because they aren't yours, right? You are going to have a very difficult time cultivating self-control after marriage because you never built it up during marriage. I mean, while you're single, you will find it hard. You might, you'll find it hard being faithful to your spouse, which is why I titled this episode, The Person That Sins With You Will Sin Against You. Marriage doesn't change you. Until you are married, you aren't married. So it's easier. The thing about it, too, is that it's easy. It's easier to break up with someone if you didn't sleep with them. So what you want to do now as a single woman is you want to make sure you keep your relationships clean. You know, most single women that find it hard to leave men is men that they've slept with. If you haven't slept with a man, you're just like brother by, you know, you just you're ready to move on. You don't care. You know, you're okay. And then another good thing, too, if you haven't slept with a man, you guys can still be friends. You can still be business partners in the future. He can still be on your network. He might even be the one to introduce you to your real husband if there's no sex involved. So you want to be very careful about a man that wants to sleep with you before marriage. And you want to be careful to not want to sleep with a man before marriage, because the question you have to ask yourself is, if we can't practice self-control now, how will we practice self-control later? If your husband goes away on a business trip or you go away, are you going to be able to be faithful to them? If you both practice self-control when you are single, the chances are, yes, you will be able to because you've already been in the habit of self-control. You've already been in a habit of having rules and boundaries in your relationship. If you're in a relationship today and you're listening to me, I want to ask you, who is the authority figure in your relationship? Is it the two of you? Most men and I, when I say men, I mean mankind. Most men and women don't want God to be in control of their lives. They want to be in control of their lives. So who is in charge? Is it the two of you or is it God? If God is in charge, you will have boundaries and rules that glorify him. The thing about it is one day you're going to meet the right guy. One day you're going to meet somebody that really just sweeps you off your feet, somebody that blows your mind with how amazing they are. And you are going to want to have such a peaceful, wonderful, 
connection with them. You're not going to want to deal with soul ties. You're not going to want to deal with regrets of old relationships. You're not going to want to deal with any of that. You want to be able to love them and have them love you and move on with your life and have a beautiful marriage. So wait, wait. If you've already had sex, get to the point where God is in control of your life. He's in control of the relationship. And if the man, if you're in a relationship with a man who doesn't want to God to be in control, meaning that he is the one that calls the shots in your relationships, he's telling you to do things that is not in God's word, you need to walk away. You need to walk away. Because any man that is his own boss, tomorrow when he has another crazy idea, you won't be able to sell him, well, God's word says this. We should look at God's word because God's word, we is the wisdom that we need for our lives. You won't be able to tell him that because you've already accepted the fact that he is in control of his life and he makes his own decisions. You need a man that makes decisions based on God's word, not based on what he wants. Okay. I hope that helped you. Look in the description box for information on the conference that I am having on sex. I hope you sign up. I would love to see you. We're going to get in depth. I'm going to tell you exactly how to stay celibate. I'm going to deal with some of the hard issues that single women are dealing with. And we're going to get free so that our real husbands can come and find us. Take care of yourself now. Bye-bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.